and welcome back to another episode of Dim Sum with Alan. So today I have two lovely guests with me on this episode. I have Gayathri and Sarah. It was a lovely Friday afternoon, um, a, a while ago I might add, but nonetheless it was a beautiful Friday afternoon and we just had a conversation about our past selves and the music we used to listen to, the TV shows we used to watch, and just overall how much simpler the times were before we got into high school. And then it transitioned, of course, into a talk about high school and our journey, our separate journeys, which might be, because we took, we took pretty different paths. So yeah, we talked about the struggle. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. All right, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dim Sum with Alan. So today I have two amazing guests this time. Uh, both go to my school. They are both the loveliest people I have ever met. It is Gaia3 and Sarah. Hi. Hi. Thank you, Alan. We're Hi. so excited to be on Dim Sum with Alan today. Yay. Thank you for being on the podcast. That's going to be that. Yeah. I think this has been like a few weeks running. And then um, Guy 3, we had English, so like reading annotations to do. So we were like, no, we, can't, we have to wait until... So much uh, work. So much work. But we finished. We were done. Um, we handed it in Wednesday, and it's good. So we can finally do this. <laughs> For sure. And it's the weekend. Yeah, it's the weekend. We can like have fun. It's going to be a good time. Also, I just want to say, before we get into this, Sarah, is this your room, Sarah? This is actually, yeah, this is my room. This is so good. I know you guys can't see this, but Sarah's room is so cute. <laughs> it's so nice. I recently redecorated everything, and I was like, I have to have an all-white interior, white sheets, white everything. Oh, I love it. Oh, it is so cute. I know. I tried to go for a theme, and I was like, uh, wood colored. Wood colored is my theme. <laughs> Honestly, guy three seen the whole whole transformation of my room from like when I had like workout machines in my room to now. Workout machines? Wait, you had workout machines? Yeah, I had a workout machine in my room. (laughs) They had to stash it away and (laughs) in the house. Yeah. So you know this was my room. Sarah getting fit. Oh my god. Literally. Sarah, your room is so cute. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) So before we get into this uh actual I think the juice or the meat of this podcast, uh I have two questions to ask both of you. This is the classic question I have been asking all my guests. Um, the first one is, uh, what is your favorite food at your favorite restaurant? Oh my goodness. Okay, so before this podcast, she came over, and I think I can speak for both of us when we say sushi it's from Kinjo. <laughs> literally, it's like so good. It's funny because I literally never had sushi with my family for a really long mm-hmm. time. And then one day on Sarah's 12th birthday, we're, or was it your 11th? I it think this is my 11th. It was her 11th birthday. We're like 17 now. <laughs> um, we did like a surprise and her mom took us to Kinjo. And then I was like, this place is so good. And then I showed my family and I was just telling her how for the next year, like every Friday, my dad is like, we're going to Kinjo. <laughs> I love Kinjo. Okay, sushi, I think some of you know, is like probably my favorite food yes. in the entire world. But like sushi can get pricey like really easily. I know. If I go by myself, right? Like I think at Kinjo, like a plate of like sushi would be like easily like $5. For, like, $5. It's, it's crazy. So 
So like, yeah. I know, so in order to combat that price, I, I usually go to a fusion because it's all you can eat, 20 oh. bucks, and I just eat everything. So, That's smart. Yeah. Fusion in January, I think. Oh, it isn't was, it's so, so good. good. And it's fusion too, so like this Thai, this Japanese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really want to go, I don't know where I've seen this, but they bring your sushi in this like little train. Oh, yeah, what? And it's that? high speed. Is it like point sushi? It's point, it's point sushi. It's point sushi, oh, I think so. Can we go together, please? I yeah, please. <laughs> let's go together. Okay, I, I have not had like actual like good sushi since like February. Like, like my dad would usually buy like, the tea, like the tea and tea sushi, like that. Yes, it's I know. The, but it isn't the best. But like, I would have that. But I just miss like the the fresh, like so good, <laughs> like the fresh fish. Like it never gets old. It's so good, and it's like oh. way better than like pizza or chicken fingers or whatever else. Yes. Everyone oh, I agree. Like, um, I'm a big fan of like Asian style foods. Like, I love like mm-hmm. Korean barbecue. I love pho. I love like really. Oh my gosh, (laughs) Korean barbecue, Japanese barbecue, like barbecue is so good. (laughs) Give me some hot dogs, but like some like some Korean barbecue hits different, you know. I think the closest I've had to any sort of Asian barbecue was tapenyaki. I don't know if you've been to like a tapenyaki restaurant before. No, what is it like? Like like they do live shows if that makes sense but they, they cook the food in front of you okay and it's so it's okay. so cool like they do all these different tricks and stuff yes like uh i've been to japanese village where they did that like the fancy oh, like the the, thing? yes like that yes. that's so cool oh my gosh yeah that's so fun it's it, like makes the whole eating experience like 10 times better yes. I love it. and they're so <laughs> friendly you can just be like hey let's talk let's be friends yes. <laughs> it's so cute Thank you. Yeah, those are great responses. Um, I think we just vibed with sushi. So next time, we just got to go up for sushi. <laughs> okay, so the second question is, what did you wish you'd known uh, when you entered high school? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, we talk so about much. how much we've grown together. Mm-hmm. So Because we've seen each other mm-hmm. from, like, 10 to, you know, like, now. first courses, <laughs> yeah. you know, boyfriends, like, all this, like, crazy stuff that you learn about when you go to high school. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. Like, there's so much that we've been through. And uh, some of it's so cliche, too. But it's, like, that cliche advice that just... I think sticks with you for a mm-hmm. long time. I think it's cliche because it's applicable to everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody goes through something like, you know, when, whether it's like academically, it's like a big load or making friends or heartbreak. It's like, oh my God, that sounds, you sound, and you feel like you're a stereotype. Yeah. But everyone has to go through some sort of character mm-hmm. development in Mm -hmm. high school Mm -hmm. I think I was just super naive going into high school I was not exposed to enough and I just thought everything you know is a piece of cake you know it's just a fun ride along it's literally not Mm -hmm. there's so many yeah like drama boy drama yes homework (laughs) drama teachers even like teachers (laughs) teacher drama like like you'd be like teachers were like oh no like in middle school I would be like oh here's a hundred easy but now if you get one thing wrong you are losing five (laughs) percent Yeah, I know. Like, it's it's so crazy. Annoying. I know. So yeah, I, I agree with the knife part. I was also very like entering. I was like, oh, it's going to be so easy. Like it's going to be a great time, which it is. It's, I love high school, but. It's like you learn why it's a great time, but it's not how you thought it would be. Yes. Exactly. It's a different kind of good time. Yeah. And like same with just being naive, like just about people. I think I thought that just everyone would be nice. And like, I didn't think people could be like mean or like have any animosity or anything. And then you learn like, you can't trust just anyone. You can't just, you know, be so gullible. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sometimes it's just really, it's just easier to stick with like that group of your friends because you know them, right? You know them well. 
like it's just and you can trust them right because you're right like there's so many people that like will be fake or like will try to use you for some way and like because i didn't have friends who who've told me that they were like oh i had friends who used me for notes i've had friends who used me for like homework assignments mm-hmm. and like you just have to be careful about that you know because like they won't use you for your friendship or not use you but they they won't like be your friend for like genuinely but they would just be your friend for other like other motives for sure mm-hmm. yeah and since our school there's so many people like right there's so many different kinds of like people like yeah. i'm surprised we have not caught corona yet true there's so many different dynamics so, exactly but thank you for those answers those are so like deep like we had to like we went through them <laughs> so thank you <laughs> okay so uh i think what i wanted to talk about today was basically us as kids because well like very little like but like basically kindergarten to like elementary because like mm-hmm. i was in bed thinking the other day and i was like dang there was so much good music back then and like now all the popular songs are like TikTok, which I don't mind, but like I just miss the good old days where they're like, oh, here's like a good production, here's like everything. But now it's like, oh, here's a pop, like here's a TikTok song, and this is why it's popular, you know? Like literally, we we'd be in like I don't know the first grade listening to kind of profane music <laughs> on the radio, like yeah. that song, like Whistle, you know that song by Florida. I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> Six years old, you know, in the backseat of our mom's <laughs> car, talking, can you blow my whistle? <laughs> and I, yeah, you were, like, that song, I thought it was, like, oh, it's cute, like, lifeguard, like, like oh, my God, so cool. cool. But, no, it's way more than that. Yeah, they just had no filter. It's but so yeah. nice to throwbacks now, because there's so much nostalgia and all these memories attached to those songs as well. Yeah. Yes. Did you, did you have any f- favorite artists growing up, like, singers, those kinds of people? I Okay, like, obviously it was whatever I could hear on the radio, but every time, like, Rihanna or Nicki Minaj would come on, I was, like, so excited. I was like, yeah, like, you know, Starships. Starships are different. different. I just, I feel like people who liked those kind of, like, kind of profane artists at a young age had a really good character development. (laughs) You know what? I agree. I, okay. Uh, Nicki Minaj is one of my favorites of all time. Just how she expresses her artistry is so, like, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You're right, Starships was so good. I loved Anaconda. I know. This- <laughs> oh my God. I- right? <laughs> Such a good song. I know the rap by, by memory. Me too. It's Literally. so good, right? I was like, oh, like we were 11 when the video came out, and I literally was like Anaconda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, no, we were grade six, and that's my first, like, I think grade six was like big exposure to music. And Nicki Minaj, that's like the peak, like, grade six was the peak of like Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, that's, but that's when they were mm-hmm. like their big thing. And yeah, I, that's when, and Anaconda was my first like, like, exposure to big butts. Like, I was like, that's a butt, that's a butt, that's another butt. <laughs> that video was. An awakening. It was. It was was really. It was like wow. I have. But then now, (laughs) never seen something like this before. (laughs) Exactly. Fourteen. Yeah, that was twenty fourteen. Artists were going crazy in twenty fourteen. Like, remember Miley Cyrus? Yeah. What was she going through? (laughs) She had a whole like wrecking ball. You can't stop. She was just like looking. Like hammers and like <laughs> terrible. I accidentally watched that music video in front of my parents. And no, like, really? What is going on? Did they say anything? They said nothing. They just had, were like, like no, they, they saw that part. Don't worry. They saw no. <laughs> they saw more than they had to of yeah, my exactly. 
Yeah, like, um, I don't think I like Wrecking Ball. Like, the song, I think I got, I appreciated it more, like, when I got older. But at first, I was like, this is a weird song. Yeah. <laughs> like, Miley's naked, but then Nicki Minaj, I get, like, having her, her, her butt hanging out. And I'm like, that's okay. I love this. Literally so true. Yeah. Oh, my God. Another artist, I think, that was really big was, like, Katy Perry. Yes. I loved Katy Perry. Me, too. I still love Katy. Like, her new album, Smile, is so good. But like, no, I oh, I love like the songs. They're so good. But like her older stuff, like 2010 to 2015, were so good. Like so good. I, was, I like, think when she went through her Miley phase, like the witness, that was a little odd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think a- like my favorite song at that point was "Birthday" by Katy oh. Perry. I was so obsessed <laughs> with that song. <laughs> Birthday is such a good song. Like, I think that whole album was just very good. That whole album, yeah, it's slept. Yeah. Like, I think my first ever pop song I have ever listened to was Roar by Katy Perry. That was the first music video. Yeah. I think, and that's, I think, but that's so sad though, because that set my expectation for music videos. I was like, all music videos should just be like Roar's Katy Perry, like big production and like fancy. And then I watched like a few other, like I watched Wrecking Ball and I was like, oh. <laughs> Where is everything? Yeah, like this. Mo- oh, this. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but um, I really love. I think so. I really love like California Girls. Yes, so much older like, Katy Perry music. I think so is good. Sad. Right, like Teenage Dream, Last Friday Night, yes. E.T. That whole like shebang, so good. E.T. was so good. Like yes. Who was on that with her? Was Kanye West, right? I think Kanye, it was Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, I literally loved his rap when I was little. I don't know what any of his stuff meant, but it was neither. Like- I know my my awake. Yeah, like it was all middle school, but like grade six, I was like, oh my gosh, they're so hot, like happy, they're having fun. <laughs> this innocent yeah. Allison going through uh, elementary. <laughs> That's so cute. I think in like middle school as well was when I kind of got introduced to music a lot more. And actually, like Guy Three introduced me to so much of the music I listen to now. That's literally crazy. because I had an older sister, and oh. she was seventeen or sixteen <laughs> when we were in grade eight and seven or whatever. So then I would just absorb whatever she would be playing, and I'd be like, Sarah, let me, oh let me, <laughs> you sung out everyone. Literally, and so I think we both listened to a lot of rap and R&B, and the first song that introduced me to all of that was Angels by Chance the Rapper, and I remember we were sitting in Humanities, and Gaithi's like, oh, I have a song to show you, and so we're like sharing earbuds, and we're like watching the music video, it was so cute. Oh, that's so cute, I I don't listen to a lot of, I listen to Chance the Rapper, like, if he's featured, I really like his, like, rap style, I don't listen to a lot of him, though. We don't either Um, now. I don't know. Back then, we just really liked him. But now, (laughs) we don't. Like, it's like, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had a big face, actually. Like, uh, The weekend, like, Starboy. That, I really... I think his, like, the can't feel my face, I was kind of like, ugh. Like, I wasn't too big on that. But, like, Starboy, I really liked. I was like, this is... That's a good album. Yeah, Starboy, I really do enjoy. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite song now? Just, like, these transitions. I think I'm really loving the new Big Sean album. Yeah, I Detroit too. Is it good? I have not listened to it yet. It's so good. It's so good. And you know, like, like Janae Aiko, like, his girlfriend, and then she makes really good R&B, and then they get together, and they make these love songs, yes. and it's just so cute. It's They're, like, so the cute. best oh, couple. Wow. But even, like, what Big Sean raps about nowadays, it's so, I don't know, it's so real and so mm-hmm. applicable, and yeah. I think it's, like, really good. 
Exactly. I love it when artists do like do that. They're like they're rapping about like really like real. Like they're being really genuine. They're being yeah, themselves. Really awesome. I think that's really important. I agree. Yeah. It's like poetic when mm-hmm. you know just get on the mic and they talk about it kind of unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without having to worry about getting some sort of refined mm-hmm. tone. And I think that's just the element of rap. Like no one would expect like a pop star to come on and just start yeah. talking about their yeah. life. Because that's okay. That's the whole element of pop is to be fun is to be refined you know to be pretty yeah. wow, that's so cool mm-hmm. i totally agree like uh, i think like especially like i feel like back then there's a lot of hate f- again for like those like s- I guess, sexual artists because they just like like to like, be out there but then my take on it is if they that if that's how they express themselves and that's that's should how they should express themselves. i agree yeah like Nicki Minaj too like her big butt was so controversial <laughs> i was like hey she's that big butt if you need to exactly <laughs> that is so true and i feel like as kids we see these adults like shaming these women on, you know, being too like sexualizing their music. So we think that's wrong. But then when I got to junior high, I was like, this is awesome. Like let people do what they want to do. And it's like, if you're not harming mm-hmm. anyone and if you're liberating mm-hmm. yourself, it's a good thing. And who cares if kids here, like don't let your kids listen to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like, yeah. or Nicki or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, but I totally agree. I think, People should feel liberated to rap about whatever they want as long as it's not hateful. Yes, I completely agree. Like WAP by Cardi B, Megan. This I that's so good. I love this rap is so catchy. I I learned the dance. <laughs> I can do the dance. <laughs> I know I don't have TikTok, which is a shame. But I use like my music, and I'm like, okay, let's dance to it. I showed a few people. Yeah. It's so bad, but it's fun. Like it's so oh, fun. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, but WAP. Yeah, I like WAP. Such a good song, and it's like how they feel, right? Like with the water coming out. If that's if that's how they express themselves, and that's art. That's art. No standard, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because you have male artists coming on the mic and rapping about all sorts of profane stuff and it's not women. even it's not even about themselves it's about other women it's about women yeah. but then women reclaim that it's, it's a big deal it's a big deal but another big thing like WAP was WAP's a big thing right now and I love it but another big thing that I love so much is Dynamite by BTS <laughs> and oh I don't <laughs> is, are I you like in the K-pop have you heard it well, I, okay my sister so she like just recently started watching K-dramas okay like because like i think everything korean is just really good probably and then she was telling me about like like one of her friends that also watches k-dramas they were talking and then her friend was telling her about k-pop and she's like you need to listen i feel like it's hard to get into a new genre like but i've i've just i haven't even listened to k-pop but like i just everyone who's listened to it is like obsessed i know like every fan goes so hard so i'm like what do they put in their songs that has them so hooked i don't even like I think my kind of music is very like upbeat and that's what K-pop, I, I love dance music, like upbeat mm-hmm. dance music and that's what K-pop is and that, I think that's what makes me, but like when I was younger, I told myself I'd never be into K-pop. I was like, this is like, no, I don't want to be like, I don't want to like this, like, I, no. But then like, I think I got slowly exposed to it. So one by one, I would like expose to a certain song and I'd be like, this is a good song, but I don't like K-pop as a genre. Like, n- <laughs> but then, as as it become it became bigger and BTS released Dynamite, Blackpink released Ice Cream. I was like, okay, nope, I'm I'm in. I, I this is too good. Oh my God. Maybe I should get into this stuff. Oh, it's so good. 
all the I don't know I haven't listened to their music but every k-pop artist I've seen I've seen like a photo of Blackpink they're like so attractive like they're so good looking which they're is like gorgeous yeah I don't know what they're doing in Korea, but oh my god, I need some of that. I need some of that. Food, it's just everything. I know Korea is like such a so. I really want to go there one day because like Mm -hmm. it's so pretty. North Korea, (laughs) Korea it's so pretty. (laughs) But yeah, uh, BTS. I I, again, I was never like too big on. I was. I've never become a big fan of them. I'm just liking some of their songs. And then recently, when Dynamite came out, I was like, okay, no, I'm obsessed with them. And then I went deeper. Of course, I went deeper. I I I learned their names. I I know who they are. I have a bias, which is the biggest like K-pop fan like thing. Like to have about like who you love the most. Yeah, I I'm too deep. (laughs) Can't get me out of this. That's (laughs) so cute. Yeah, I love that k-pop right now oh that's my that's my thing now so that's so great that and wop k-pop and wop are my biggest k-pop and <laughs> that's my thing that's duo right and they should collab because they like when <laughs> with bts but bts, BTS? No, BTS collabed with Nicki minaj on one of those songs and i thought it was it was the coolest thing ever so i was like okay more come on make cardi b next like come oh. on do it all it was so good I love that. Yes. I feel like music has taken, like, it was, like, back then when I was younger, I was always keeping up with the charts. Were you that too? Like, were you just, like, keeping up with, like, yeah, the, the best top, songs? Yes. Yeah, the top songs. I knew all the charts. I knew what place was what song. And then now I stopped doing that because I feel like the songs aren't, like, to my taste. Like, to I agree. What I, what I want. So now I'm just like, okay, whatever song I'm listening to is what I want to listen Like, that's where I'm at now. No, that's so good. I literally feel that way. Even, like, like I like rap and I listen to rap for so long, but even with that, I'll see like a new like a rapper drop a new album and I'll literally not like it at all. And everyone's you know posting it on raving the about it, and then I just feel like, oh my god, I need to like this song or else I'm lame. You know, it's so stupid. I used to feel that way too. Yes, I was yeah. like, if I didn't like the song, I was not cool. But now I'm just like, okay, like just listen to what you want to listen. You know, just what yeah. you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the important part. And as I got older, I think I was able to branch out and find my music taste Mm -hmm. and not, you know, force myself to like the top 40. I just think it's so, like, all the beats sound the same. Yes. No, exactly. I was like, too, like, top 40. Like, yeah, I would force myself to listen to alternative because that was cool at the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love, I still love Melanie Martinez, even though she, right? I had a phase. She went through a phase. I had a phase. (laughs) I was in that phase, too. I love her new album is really good I only like listen religiously to one song on that album but the the new album is really good like K to 12 it's really good yeah I heard it's really good I still haven't really I, I don't really listen I only listen to like some alternative but not mm-hmm. a lot but like I should get but yeah but back in when I was 12 Cry I Baby? really loved Melody yeah <laughs> yeah I think uh I had I had a favorite I think was Tiger It? Tiger It was my favorite. I think uh, I really it was on Cry Baby. Yeah, it was on Cry Baby. Oh. Yeah, and then, uh, I really liked Cake. I don't cake. Yeah, I like Cake. I really, I, I liked all of them, but I also like Playdate. Playdate like got really big because of TikTok, and then I was here being like, I've listened to this one, right? I yeah. Hey, when that happens. <laughs> yeah, like I obviously this song, but no, I love, I love the whole album. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. it's really, it's, it's like. I don't know, she's just, like, has, like, 
because now that we're in English and stuff and we're learning about all this stuff, I kind of approach music differently too. And you can see like the literature in music. And I feel like she had such strong like metaphors and stuff. It's like, you beautiful. know, House by her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. So she's just really creative. Did you know Kendrick Lamar's Damn, that album, is on the English IB curriculum? I, I yeah, I heard about learn that. about that. I thought it was so cool. And I was like, I love his music, by the way. Kendrick Lamar. He's such so a good artist. That. He's a poet, for sure. He's a poet. I know. And I was like, I like love by him. Love that song so much. Yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I wish, I wish we studied Kendrick Lamar in English. <laughs> Do that. I think yeah. not just English IB, but like all English classes. Just study Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, for sure. But I think steering away from music, I think there's like more, like there's like TV shows back then that were so big. Like the channels, like which channels did you guys watch back then? Oh, like like Disney and Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, my TV. I love my TV. <laughs> I was, <laughs> it was yeah. so annoying because all my friends and like Guy 3, they all had Disney. And like my Disney. parents don't pay for cable Disney. <laughs> so I was out here watching Ghetto Nickelodeon and YTV. Yes! <laughs> I also watched Nickelodeon. I was I was with you, Sarah. Well, because I never really like enjoyed t- I wasn't a big TV person back then. Mm-hmm. I am now, but on my laptop, but I, I wasn't like too big. So I would again I would have YTV, like the very basics. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, some of the shows on there for YTV. our age were kind of kind of not appropriate. Yeah, like, you know, um, Victorious. Like I loved Victorious <laughs> growing up, but when you go back as like a teenager and you see there was like a lot of innuendo, and it's like this is a show <laughs> for seven year olds. <laughs> I wasn't that big into Victorious though. I was really big into iCarly, but yeah, I, I, Carly I think no, you're right. Like looking back at it, like there were some things that would not, I would be like, whoa, (laughs) what happened? (laughs) Like, just like my parents, like our parents being brown and stuff, you know, they weren't super like chill about what we'd watch. And, you know, when I was young and I just see like a kissing scene pop up, I just like change the channel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. Like back then, like any kind of like, I think it's because, like, our households, how we brought up any kind of, like, PDA on the media is, like, an instant no. And that obviously, like, porn, not in the table at all. (laughs) Like, it's, like, not allowed. Like, I I think when um, Fifty Shades of Grey came out, this is, like, a 20... Was Fifty Shades of Grey 2015? I think it was. It was was quite a while ago. Um, (laughs) It came out, and it was the news that it was the header. It was, like, oh, the big porn, like, like soft porn on, like, the TV, like, blah, blah, blah. And I think my dad told my mom, Awkward, first of all. And the curious young Alan came over and he was like, What's up, mom and dad? What's you watching? And my mom was like, Ah, 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 no. Ah. Yeah, it was oh intense. And literally, like, people our age were like talking about, Oh, bitch. I'm like, We are 12 years old. <laughs> Why are you watching that? <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. The, the recent one that came out, 365 Days. Oh my goodness. Wait, what, what is it? No. Oh my god, it had like all these memes like back, like I think in it, June. Yeah, and it's worse than Fifty Shades. Really? Is it like a big movie? Yeah, yeah it's, it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's, it's, it's oh, in okay. Spanish though, I think. Okay. Yeah, I feel like soft porn is like the big thing, which like again, if you're older, it's like okay, but like yes, at a, at a 12 year old level, that probably isn't what you should be watching. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like again, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I, I, I love it so much. Moving past that, <laughs> uh, when I was in Florida, 
I had this channel. I don't know if you guys had this, but I had something called PBS Kids. Did you have PBS Kids? I think so, yeah. Okay. I love PBS Kids because I watched, I watched, do you know Word Girl? I, this is what I brought up. I was just thinking of Word Girl when you said that. Okay. I love Word Girl. Yeah. I was like, I want to be like Word Girl. I was like, I was like, I want to be like Word Girl. That's why I wanted to be. And she was like, I don't know what race she was, but like I just thought she looked like me, and then yeah. I was like, "That's me, I'm Word Girl." That's so nice being able to relate yourself to a character. Like no, that. I think that's so good too, especially because like being like like relating to someone. Because usually you'd be like, "Oh, but I'm not like this. I don't look like them, so I can't relate to them." Yeah. But, like being able to portray that, like especially at such a young age, because I think back then it was very like white. Here's a white character, white only. It was hard, right? But no, it's it great so that we got, or like, especially you got, you got to ex- like relate to work girl in that way. Like you feel like you look like her, so you were her. I think that's really important. Hard growing up seeing all those characters, mm-hmm. like no diversity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And like you were just watching them, wishing that you were them. And yeah. like, if kids aren't represented in the media, they grow up to think that they will never fit the trope of a a popular girl or a jock or they could only be the nerdy kid or whatever Mm -hmm. minority casting or like that like kid with an accent who like you Mm -hmm. know eats curry or something (laughs) (laughs) so annoying how the media represents us Mm -hmm. yeah and then I think that's like a big thing like when you were saying that thing about like how you're like when you were young you were like I don't like k-pop or whatever like yeah that's probably why because I didn't want to be it's because I didn't want to be associated with like I don't want people to think of me as like super like yeah but no exactly that's definitely that's definitely the reason why I tried to be so standoffish to it Mm. and yeah and like we would talk about how like weird like Bollywood Mm -hmm. how weird we're like, ew. And like, we would clown people for actually appreciating their yeah. culture. I know. And that's, that was me with anime. That was me with anime. <laughs> I, I think I felt, I, I do look, looking back at it, I felt so bad for doing that. Because like, A, it's, 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 A, anime is basically cartoons. And we all watched cartoons back then. So like, there's nothing. And it's like, you're shaming people for what, who they are. And I feel like that's just not like, it's just, mm-hmm. especially in this gaming age, we should not like, we should be more accepting to like what people do enjoy. Yeah, but it is hard because you do want to like being raised in this like Western world. You want to be like, I don't want to really, I want to be like the white people who like get represented in this light and who are like so yes. amazing. You don't want to be like the other people. You, you know? don't want to yes. be the weird minority. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's it's really nice that we've grown into who we are. Mm-hmm. And like now we, like me and Sarah, we always discuss like how, how proud we are of our culture yeah. and how much we relate and bond over it. So we've definitely grown out of any sort of internalized racism. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Me too. I've definitely, yeah, same. Cause I, I, I think recently I've been telling my mom a lot more how I'm really appreciative of learning Mandarin and Kanto. Like I think, mm-hmm. I think I had Mandarin for me was like, I had to learn. Fine. But then like, mm-hmm. as I grew up, I was like, okay, cool. I'll learn Kanto. Like, Cause my mom's Kanto. And I was like, I will just learn Kanto. And mm-hmm. right. Like I think, yeah, I feel like it's really important. Um, thankfully, because like more minorities have been represented in the media of how, and then like that, I guess that kind of pushed our internal racism like out, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, we're not, obviously we're not there, but it's growing. And yeah. people, I don't think people like, people who overlook that, they think it's just a cartoon. It's just a character. They don't realize the significance of it and how much, that like impacts the way your child thinks and the way your child grows to love themselves. Mm-hmm. It really, yeah. And like, I, yeah, like I feel like judgment in these, like there's no point for judgment. 
Okay, so uh, I think we all three met when we were uh, in high school, grade 10, right? When we were in grade 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard, I, I met Sarah in Math IB. Yes. <laughs> First semester snuck, snuck in. And, and then I, I really met Guy 3. I really met Guy 3 after I started talking I think, or I, okay, I gotta bleep names out because I'm not, I, I don't put names in, so I'll bleep the name out. Okay. <laughs> that, but I, I think I said actually, I, was that, do you think that's true, Guy 3? Like we started like, actually talking? Yeah, I think through our mutual friend, which is because I don't recall having any classes. Oh, did we have, we had bio for one term in grade 10, right? I think you were period three and I was period four. Or no, not, I think you were term three, I was term four. Yeah, because I don't remember having any classes mm-hmm. in grade 10, but for some reason in the grade 10 summer, whenever we talked, we really clicked. And I remember yeah. that, so my birthday is like in the middle of the summer. And I remember you like gave me a phone call. I did that, do that. Like remembering that, like that's thank you. So I think we were we just became friends through the short periodical interactions we'd have at summer school and stuff. Oh, definitely. There were small things. Yeah, I was with a mutual friend. We did summer school, and then we saw you every day. So we were like, I think small things like that, and then met to us having like most of our classes together. Yeah, and (laughs) then I think we connected as friends like properly in grade 11 and mm-hmm. five and English which is a really connecting experience that already yeah you were like you're like you're together and you're like relating to all like the hardships mm-hmm. like, I love hard. I love English I when do I'm love so, English it's I'm so, so jealous about like your IB communities like bio English you guys are such a tight-knit community in business it was nothing like that it was so hard to like socialize and and you know like get along with a lot of people in our in our uh in our cohort mm-hmm. but like you guys like you just built a whole community and it's so nice to see it is nice yeah. wait so you're in business ib right sarah or you were because you're done now right you yes IB? i'm finished how yes. was that like how was the whole process of business how does it work because I've, I've been curious because i have friends who take it and i'm like how does the class work like what do you learn right so honestly it was such an easy class it was lighter than some of my core classes mm-hmm. like i did not have a proper ib experience at all but it was really fun i think before IB and um, business IB specifically, I was so opposed to anything in the business realm or economics or commerce or anything like that. And I think being in business IB it just opened me up to so many other possibilities like finance and marketing. And like, I think when it comes to post-secondary now, like I know where I want to go and what I want to do based on like this one experience. And I think it's like really helped me. So I'm really happy that I took it. Yeah, that's so cool. Cause like, Business, same. I'm not like a big businessy kind of person. Like I'm not too big into that. But I think what made you really want to take business IP at the end? Honestly, originally it was my dad's push. He was like, because he's a really business oriented person. He has his own businesses and everything. Like that's his life. And so he wants me to, I guess, learn from him. And so he's like, you know, you don't, you don't have to love it, you know, just take it. It's an experience. Now, I was really reluctant at first. I was like, no, I need English. I need bio or like, like what a what world history or whatever. I'm so happy I didn't. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I only took bio because I really liked English. I really wanted to take English, but you needed a sign. So that's why I took bio. But okay, business was a good choice there. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I, I did bio. Like, well, okay, I did bio for... Because, uh, A, I didn't want to do physics. Yeah, <laughs> Obvious sure. answer there. And business, I, I was, I'm on the same boat with Sarah. I feel like I, I, I'm just not, we're just not business oriented. And now you are, which is great. Because now you know what yeah. to do. But yes. I, yeah, I wasn't, 
really business oriented. No one in my family does business except my right. aunt, but she never studied business. She just has a business. So I was never into right. that. So I was like, okay, buy what it is. But mm-hmm. yeah, oh, that's so cool. And I'm so glad you look and you love business because. Thank you. Mm-hmm. you that's have, awesome. Did you have Mr. So I'm going to put the name out too, but <laughs> did you I have did. Yeah, I did. He's a good teacher. I think, yeah, he connects with his students really yeah. well. He's really and nice. He's so nice. He's super nice. Super yes. down to earth as well. Yes, I agree. I agree. I was so wowed, like, hearing all these different people talk about philosophy and, and like, I don't know what else we talked about in TOK. And I was sitting here. I felt so dumb because no. I was like, my brain doesn't think this way. I'm yeah, so that's logical in how right. I think. And this is just yeah. so out of my realm. And I think that's why English IB is a little trickier for me because, like, I love English so much. Like, I love the class so like I love learning <laughs> I, I would I would never I used to not like English until I went into English IB wow. like I genuinely love learning about English now but again my brain doesn't like process things kind of that way because like we were talking about silence today in English guy three I was like well silence means peace until you brought up the point it was like tension and I was like oh I did not think of it like that <laughs> oh but no like yeah just the brain is it's weird like just how sometimes brains For sure. I feel like I'm so the opposite. Like, I'm, like, organizational in my thoughts, but everything I think, like, it's so weird. Everything I do, it translates back to emotions and how that person would view it and, like, morality. And I think Sarah knows this. Like, mm-hmm, whenever I'll mm-hmm. talk about something, I'll just draw that factor in. Like, mm-hmm. when I talk about our friends or people, I just always want to be considerate about that. But it's really not great because when my um, tolerance for like math and science is so bad and I, I find such a hard time to focus in math class like and I see all these kids rushing through their homework and I'm like I don't have the willpower to do math anymore like so yeah I feel like I'm just like the exact opposite but it's it's still nice that regardless of how you guys are you can still appreciate the other mm-hmm, aspect mm-hmm. of things I honestly wish I was more uh empathetic in that way just so i could understand you know why the person is reacting the way that they are but i can't think like that it's beyond me she's my therapist though, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that could be such a good oh my gosh we love that but yeah like it's like it's not it's not saying we're like not empathetic people because sarah's yeah. like one of the most like she's empathetic so people ever, like, she's, <laughs> honestly, she's, but yeah it's like just i think for, like like thinking like, just in that way. Because I'm thinking more of a, well, this person's silent, so physically they're silent. They're just not talking. <laughs> Literally, exactly. And the guy through being like, oh my gosh, what they feel? Does he just feel like tension? <laughs> like the point is no, like, no, but like, sometimes I just blow things out of proportion. Like, literally someone will be fine and I'll be like, you're sad and you need to tell all this big group of friends why you're sad and we need to do a sharing circle right now. And they'll be like, shut <laughs> up, guys. Like... <laughs> I think that's really cute. I think that's cute. Oh my gosh. Oh, when I was talking about math, let me just say, I feel like math candidate was the hmm. hardest math course I Worst had ever. I did so bad. Like, yeah, I, I was like, after I went, did math candidate, math 20 IB and math 30 IB were genuinely so much easier. Really? I, I don't know why. I don't know how that works. I did better by a long shot in math 30 than I did in math 10 candidate. I should have stayed. You should have stayed, man, for the long <laughs> haul. But it's weird because I feel like math 10 candidate is like the big thing where they're just like, this is like, this is where you're getting into ID or not. Yes. And then the teachers are like, you best, you best be doing good in this class or else you're not being successful. Bro, our teacher, I had a 
special spot for our teacher in my heart. Uh, me, me too. I think our teacher hated me, Sarah. I and me. Like, I don't know what it was. <laughs> he just does not, he just did not remember. Like, I went to his, 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 like, tutorial, and I was like, can I see my test? And he was like, yeah, sure, what period are you in? I was going to say it, and he was like, are you period four? And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not actually. I'm period three. Wrong <laughs> so class. He, it was so annoying because he never got to know us. He mm-hmm. just, like, looked at us and, and, like, I guess he knew that we were in our in his class, but he never actually understood us as yeah. a student. And I think that's where, like, I absolutely hated him. Because first of all, he was rude. <laughs> Second of all, he didn't know who I was. So I, I remember, clearly remember, one time, <laughs> I don't know why I remember this about you, Sarah. But, um, oh, I think I know what this is. You were holding your phone, like, just holding <laughs> yeah. it. And he called you out. He didn't even use your name, first of all. He was just like, you. And he was like, why are you on your phone? And then, of course, ding, the students, he turned around. And I was like, she is not on her phone. She was so mad. That was like the third time that happened in the week. And I was like, I'm not on my phone. And I put it down. You weren't on your phone. I wasn't on my phone. She was holding it, but she was not on her phone. Like, she was not, she she was listening. Yeah, I, uh, I feel like, out of all the teachers, like he just was the one that rubbed me the wrong way because he just mm-hmm. yeah, but like it's okay, it's an expression. <laughs> it's an expression. He just like, rubbed me the wrong way. He's <laughs> like hitting everything. <laughs> what I do when I laugh? I hit my knee or like a table, and I clap my hands. I'm like an orchestra. <laughs> On the audio file of your podcast, there's gonna be one. Part, you know, it's like it's like a little stream. One part's just gonna be like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing so much because sometimes when they get oh, really excited, I do this, <laughs> and I conduct my own orchestra too. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, but my math pen candidate, I think the pacing was so fast. It was. was. So, I, don't, I don't remember what we learned. And to be fair, you guys had never done accelerated math before. Mm-hmm. So you were skipping a whole grade, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Especially the pacing of it. Because I, I, I was normal until I got into math IB. Mm-hmm. I was like very like, that's seven, eight, nine, and then 10 candidate, here you go. <laughs> Just do it all. Exactly. Guys, can I tell you like a dark secret of math? Yes. Yeah, I never told anyone. Are you okay with this on the podcast, Guy 3, or...? Yeah, I'm okay. Gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Wait, do myself. I know about this? I don't know. I just, I'm not oh. gonna math, and I'm telling the podcast I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's okay. In my twenties, I got like you know, 80, 90, You know, I could, I could do what I had to do, but in math ten candidate on one test, I literally got a forty one percent. Dude, that was those me too, honestly. Canada showed no mercy, and I was just, it was. The unit, it's like everyone was like, "Oh my god, I got like." Oh, sorry. <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh my god, I got an eighty-four percent," and I'm like, "I got less than I got a forty-one, forty-one percent." To be fair, your teacher was not good. Yeah, no. I really didn't understand anything. It's all Or wait, who did you have? I'm, I'll keep the name out again, of course, but. Um, oh, I've heard some things too. Yeah, he just doesn't teach, but he's, I guess he's nice. He didn't like me, though, because I was, like, okay, he's, like, <laughs> he would write something on the board and be, like, someone come answer, and I didn't raise my hand because I didn't know how to do it, 
and then he'd be like, you come answer this. And I just go up to the board and not write anything because I didn't know what to write. Like, you think I'm going to just pull this? You come answer this. <laughs> Literally, it was so scary. It's okay. After, I've also got character. You have to get that 40. You think these kids that cry about 90s have character growth in high school? Because I don't. No, they literally don't. Like, I had to go through a 40 on an English test, too. <laughs> I get it. It's and I was like, life. but I honestly, like, life. yeah, I was like, this could have gone worse. It could have. <laughs> IB is a whole journey that last year, Sarah's done, right? You're done, Sarah? Yes, thankfully. Really? I'm out. You're, uh, we have one more year, guy three. And <laughs> no, we're done. And it's, for me, it's just English, but I know you're in history, IB, right? Yeah, and Kim. So that's Ooh, a lot. That's a you. heavy workload. But you're so intelligent. Mm-hmm. Oh. Thank you. I wish I was. I genuinely Guy like, three and I were talking about this, and you're so bubbly and so optimistic that I've never seen you have a bad day in your life. And you've obviously had bad days, but you never let that show. Aww. And like, I don't know, that just makes me feel so appreciated and so happy whenever I'm around like, you. Because a lot of time when people are down, they will just project negativity mm-hmm. around everyone, and you just keep that to yourself, which mm-hmm. is so rare. And you don't need to do that. Like, we're yes, always yes. if you ever do want to open up. But, it, like, your efforts to just be contained and be positive makes a really big difference in other people's mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. You two make you two so sweet. Thank you. That meant we just love you, Alex. <laughs> I love both of you so much. That means so much to me. Oh, my gosh. Don't make me cry on the podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, like, well, the, it's normal to have bad days, you know? Like, that's just how life works. I feel like, for me, it's important just if other people are happy. That makes me happy. It's like that... Feedback loop. <laughs> Bio. Oh my god. <laughs> That's okay, that makes sense. Bio. No, but like if I see someone happy and if I can make someone happy, that in turn makes me more happy about what I just want. You know? That's good. So that's really how I that mentality. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Guy three and Sarah, I think we're gonna wrap it up for today. Uh, thank you both for being on the podcast. Thank you for agreeing to do this and having a great conversation with me. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having us. us. Thank you for having us. Of course. And I will see both of you back in school. Yes. So on that, uh, so uh, this is my outro, like YouTubers. This is outro. So on the kind of three, just say the name of my podcast with me, okay? Yeah, that's the name. Okay. So thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I hope to catch you guys next time on the next episode of Dim song with, with Alan. Yeah? <laughs> it's okay. No, it's totally okay. <laughs> Her dad kept calling and we were like, don't listen, don't answer. No, it's okay. It's totally okay. If you need to go, if you order no, no, no. something. It was just temporary. Okay. On the media. Is there anything else you could talk about back then? This will be cut out. Don't worry. I can cut this out. Okay, yeah, and probably cut out the part where I wet. Oh my, I'm sorry, oh, my dad don't was worry. No, do not worry. <laughs>